Okay, maayong gabi. Hello, hello our guests and John and Jay. Are you there? Hello. 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 Okay, so this is episode 5. Imagine, 2 oh months, wow. months na talaga podcast, pero 5 gihapon ka episode. We survived episode 4, Kiko. Yeah. Can you imagine? Oo. Wala tayo guest last time, pero parang wala tayo guests. Highest rated yes. so far daw. Highest rated. Pinuto ka likes. 11 likes. Tinood! Diba? Tinood na, Jay. Highest rated ang episode 4. Accord. According to ano FB analytics chat. Oh. Well, last time uh, we had 82 likers a page, de ba? Karon I just checked, we have 118. So imagine 20, oh. 20 oh. new likers or 30 new likers. Oh, oh it's a movement. <laughs> This is a revolution. <laughs> Yes. Tagal po taka message ako actually. Oi. Oh. Magpagest daw char. Pagest. Isama na sila. Sabi ko ay no by invitation. Unsa gist sa messages, Jay? Nasa na ano? Unsa daw ang mga next episode? Sa daw pagest. Pressure man tayo. Andar na tagskuela. And focus na lang tadi. Okay. Anyways, um. This episode is very special kay Koana Gyapon Mi. <laughs> Na-renew ang contract nila Jay o ni John. But of course, natay kauban karon ng duha ka guests. Um, two of the most talented up and coming, oh. up and coming. Wow. Wow. Filmmakers <laughs> from Ayo pagsato expectation ni. Magsato ta expectation. And these two filmmakers um, made Um, their first short films, and uh, I believe na uh, they're also two of the most dagan most superlatives, important uh, work, uh, important short films in the past uh, five years. Siguro sa Mindanao Cinema, and later we'll get to learn more about these films and about these filmmakers. But before that, no, mga musta mga sa ta so. Again, I'm Karma, and I'm I'm a law student in Cebu. But hopefully, makauli na ako sa amu um, sa Jensen na declare na magkuan and modified, enhanced um, community quarantine ng Cebu City. So hopefully, ilift na ang travel ban sa amu ang mga LSI and kuan. Um, bago lang na ako manamang yes. klase, so medyo maka ano uh, makalingkawas ko gamay from the stress sa uh, school and maalang siguro to akong major update in life ikaw John how are you ah uh, kay meetings <laughs> because uh, hapit na amo ang commencement exercises but laban lang you know we're doing it all <laughs> online Oh, by the way, I'm John. Sa mga new listeners, I'm John. I I am a teacher and a writer based in Davao City, and I'm also a critic. And um, this is my fifth time to co-host the podcast. Charot. <laughs> so I'm very happy that we're uh, we have our guests today. We have a lot to talk about, uh, and maybe some of the things that we'll talk about is a, are a bit. Some of the things are a bit connected, siguro, sa previous episode. Yeah. So yeah. 
Thank you. Ikaw, Jay, ikaw mas sa, sa lock, na-lockdown mo, di ba? <laughs> yes. Uh, unfortunately, medyo, ano na siya, um, medyo makaparanoid because uh, two hours ago, nag-start na among lockdown dari sa among purok, kaya na ay PUM na isa ka-family. So, uh, yun. Uh, Asa di eh, ka nakapuyok? Asa yun yung purok? Um, sa may adaw eh. Um, and adaw is very high risk area. And then, although purok lang ang lockdown, um, like the thought of not being able to go for 14 days kayo makaparanoid siya. So, ganina nag-panic Gosiri, kato nag nagpalit ko ng sang mga staff na pinanglan and then brace for the slow internet connection. Wala internet sa agda? Um, there is pero global home and good go. Kadalang I go out pag I need strong connection kay nakomatik ang confinement dili sa room kay kontesya confined area but. Yeah, hopefully makapanik begins yeah. till the lift. Yeah. Panic. Oh, Okay, if na ka member sa community nga positive or under monitor under monitoring, okay, madama yun na ng tibo community. And then usually may tabo mangud siya because of um sometimes pag naay mo hawa sa household yung madusha sa Manila for example, kay na ashay work. Kaya ba pwede naman mag-travel back? na nagkari mga OFWs na pwede na mo mo lupad or yung the yeah open na siya so the problem is even if wala sila sakit dere or wala sila nakakuha ng COVID dere paabot nila sa Manila there is a possibility na nakuha nila on the way so nevertheless kinanglan yapon i contact trace ang mga naadere so ingon nana siya ka mo ripple effect siya strange lagi na Oh, kaya dili man takabalo kung asagid nila nakuha anak ah, good so oh. Oh, oh. so that's why oh my gosh yeah. at yun po ang update ni Secretary Duque from the Department of Health. <laughs> <laughs> Maraming salamat. Grabe, <laughs> pwede. <laughs> okay, anyways, But, um, yeah. um so our guest Thankfully there is this ano, ano there's this um podcast to keep me seeing church. <laughs> And among the other things, sa China they I open na ang cinemas. They're about to open the cinemas, and then for China two hours, also. yeah, for two hours or only. Tapos Scott Tobias oh. of Variety tweeted, "Too bad for love, a uh, poor love, Diaz." I don't know if it was shade or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um start na ta. Pero um, kamusta yun muna natin ang guests natin? By the way, isang guest pala natin, um, John and Jay, ay hindi nakakabisaya. So, magtagalog tayo. <laughs> uh, si Sorry, Sorry guys. Makahiligay nun man ako. Hindi <laughs> siya admin ko lang, pero hiligay nun siya. Ilonggo, so, mag- siya, mag-ilonggo na lang tayo. Oo, mag-ilonggo mo, pero di kayo makainti. <laughs> Sige. <laughs> Sige lang, ilonggo. Actually, in-encourage natin ang uh, paggamit ng sariling wika na hindi lang Yes, go lang. So any any language na comfortable kayo. So this, this is Shy Advincula. Hi, hi Shy. Hello. Hello, good evening everyone. Good evening. How are you sa ano, under COVID? 
Grabe, sobrang struggling. Parang hindi ko sure kung tama pa ba maging filmmaker during a pandemic. Wow. Because <laughs> I'm here in QC. And uh, ang hirap kasi lahat ng shoots ko na postpone. Lahat ng travels. I was supposed to go home, um, I think, this August. Kasi Summer one then. year na since my dad, the Corona Dal. Okay. I was supposed to attend the anniversary of my dad's ano, death. Pero wala, mukhang hindi talaga siya matutuloy because of the incompetent government that we have. Hoy. By the here, way, here. this is the last episode before mag-take effect ang video. <laughs> so, ilabas na Too soon daw, Shai. <laughs> Too soon daw. <laughs> Pero ugma pa ni Mapo, so... Okay. <laughs> Pag nawala ako, alam nyo na, guys. <laughs> Itong ebidensya. By 12 midnight, baya in effect na ang uh, anti-terror... Terror law. Yes. Anti-terror law. How about Actually, sa QC uh, daw, meron ng warrantless arrest. Eh. Oh. Just go. Sinong... Saan daw? Sino Dito sa Quezon City. Bakit daw? Kapag ano, nilalabag mo yung protocols. Like, if you're traveling na hindi you're work-related or pag nahuli nilang hindi ka naman bibili ng essentials, any reason that they could find, pwede ka nilang hulihin. They could, like, take them back home, di ba? <laughs> I don't know why Yun they lang, need to arrest kasi, them. If you resist, kasi automatic may penalty na and then may arrest. Eh. Yeah, that's true. Walang basya ng penalty nila. Pero that's for another... <laughs> How about you, Ram? How are you, Ram? In Tagum. Yeah, I'm stuck here in Tagum. I'm taking over Melissa's death. Actually, me and Kat, John. Kat is here. How are you? We're, oh, we're staying with Javik. We're stuck here in Tagum. And, Javik is um, the house in Tagum? Yeah, he moved here because he opened Ay, a, bu- a blood, a blood, um, a blood company. So we're here in Tagum taking Melissa's dad and Koan, um, tormenting JV, um, but without the sex benefits that Melissa could get. Shout out to Kiko. Shout out to Kiko. PG 13, there is a discussion. Anyway, Yeah, I mean, there is a, um, sa, when I was still in Nabunturan, the government, the local government of Nabunturan is doing a really good job in um, uh, curbing the infections and making sure that the people are, um, the people are, not necessarily safe, but they know na assured ang tao ba kanang, uh, that the, 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 gov- the, the local government knows what it's doing. Um, they even, after we had our first um, COVID positive case, uh, nag-train sila o kanang mga mag-take og swab tests. And now we have um, swab, we have we have a swab testing center in Abuntura now. But still, I think they have to to take the the samples to the city and then dito na siya i-process. But you know that, koan, kanang... Uh, you see that you, you, this is really the shining moment of local government units. You see that when you see the competence of the national government, the local government units is actually um, do, that are doing their job. So, so okay, man, except like Karon, there is a tagum. I think it's different in the city. And I think with self, a kind of sense of self-entitlement, they don't observe proper social distancing, kind of getting, 
I think dili manggut ka ayla lumpun ang pagsabot sa kanamon ang problem. But are we still talking about film? Anyway, later kaya niya nasagot. I think <laughs> I think kanang um, what the government really lacks is kanang educating people on what the kanang kuanquantik kanang the gravity of the situation. Kaya mga ang mga tao diri they don't give a shit. Kanang once they enter the establishment. Wala na sila gasuot ng ilang face mask. They don't observe proper social distancing. So it stresses me out when I do the grocery. Kaya mga wage ko kaya na imag kanang wala nagafollow o kanang mga stickers ganito sa floor. I hate that. I hate collecting idiocies. Charot. So, but so far, so far I'm still okay. That's good. Okay, John. So I think we can start the ano na episode. John. Okay, thank you, thank you, Ram. Uh, we'll hear more about your filmmaking. Uh, but right now, let's talk about our first guest, uh, Shai Advincula. Hi, Shai. Hello. So you went to the UFI Film Institute, right? Um, uh, you graduated like a couple of years ago, or was it? Twenty eighteen. No, like last year. It's twenty eighteen. Ah, twenty eighteen. All right. Yes. Twenty eighteen. But you're from Marbel, right? Yes. Born and raised. You're from Mar. Yes. So, Shai, I think we start with how you got into filmmaking. Uh, was this something that you have been thinking about since you were in high school? Have you always loved films? Oh, back in high school, talagang ano, my dad wanted me to take law kasi my cousins are lawyers and then he wanted me to follow their path. And then, cut to college. I first, um, my first year in college was in UP Visayas. I took, um, I took media studies. And then there, I fell in love with filmmaking. Tapos, funny story, kay my ex should go na ano. He was the one to process my papers so I can transfer to UP Diliman to film. So there, I transferred to film. And then from there, parang nag-usap kami ng tatay ko na, sige, payagan kita na mag-film ka. But you have to remember that you have to look back to your roots. Kailangan, huwag kang pag pumunta ka ng Manila. Hindi pwedeng biglang Manila girl, whatever ka na. So yun yung deal. Parang sa akin naman, okay, what, hindi ko siya minayad at first. But when we when I started film school, yun nga na notice ko na most films that we watch are puro mainstream, puro walang we talk about Philippine cinema, pero there's there's less on ano on regional films that I know. So I guess that's a problem kasi parang ang hirap mag-identify as a filmmaker from Mindanao na walang wala kang masyadong napapanood, walang napapag-usapan na mga pelikula natin even on film school. So ayun. And then after film school, um, I joined Project 8 Projects. Um, this is headed by direct Dan Villegas and direct Antonetta Daune. So I became their creative associate. I, I assist direct Antonette with her writings. And um, currently I work as a script uh, supervisor and an assistant director. Tapos may binibrew din kami na mga full length na sinusulat ko, hopefully magtuloy-tuloy. Pero ayun, since may COVID nga, medyo nag-back up a bit ng konti. Ayun, and then I made my first short, um, Tembong. It won um, Best Thesis nung, uh, sa UP Film, and then it got nominated sa FAMAS and won Gawad Urian. It won the Urian, yes. Yes, 
won the Orkayan and won special um, jury prize in Cinemalaya. And, and now we're trying to develop its um, full length, hopefully. Magtuloy-tuloy. Ayun. Wow. Thank you for that, Shai, and congratulations as, as well for those for those recognition that you Thank received. You. Uh, let's go back a little bit to that time in UP Visayas in Miyagao. Actually, mm -hmm. when you were there, you were studying media studies, right? Yes. And you could have actually become a filmmaker still, even with that degree, right? But mm -hmm, what mm -hmm. what was the what was the the deciding um, factor that you really pursued film in uh, you 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 shifted to film school went to Diliman and uh, what was going through your mind at that time when you made that decision? At my siguro ano inisip ko back then parang eto default na mas maraming opportunities sa Manila and then kasi with ano Visayas in media studies they have ano sobrang broad ng ano nila ng curriculum we 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 were doing um journalism we were doing broadcast communication so parang ako naman i just wanted to focus on film itself whereas parang they only had one subject on that so i took the opportunity and transferred to an institution that could really hone um what i think filmmaking is mm. So this means you've been thinking about going to film school even before you started with your media studies. Parang yun yung na envision mo for yourself talaga doing in college. Parang dun talaga siya na push when I was uh -huh. in UP Visayas. Kasi there was a parang nagattend ako ng isang screening. It was a Lino Broca film, um, Oro Pranobis. Parang it really ang ang bigat ng epekto niya sa akin na. Uh, Itong pelikula lang to, sobrang tagal nang ginawa, pero it still recurs. What's happening in the film is still happening now. So, parang why not use this influence also na makaka-benefit yung yung pagiging taga Mindanao ko. Ayun. Yes. You mentioned that when you were in film school, you mostly studied, well, syempre you studied the canon, uh, mm -hmm. western and philippine, and you noticed that one of your one of the the reasons why you pursued uh, making films uh, or stories about Mindanao is that seldom ninyo napag-aralan, or if at all, uh, ang yes. kwento ng mga, ng mga tungkol sa Mindanao or films mm -hmm. about Mindanao. And you graduated in 2018, right? Yes, that's right. And at that point, wala pa rin sila, <laughs> wala pa rin, hindi pa rin na, na ano, hindi pa na-update so, yung syllabus at that time. <laughs> Wala eh. Yun nga yung sad part about it. Kasi I wa walang any about regional films. Although, uh, I commend some professors that um, uh, talk about regional films in their classes. Like Sir Nick de Ocampo. Very, ano naman siya. He's very forward. He's very good at forwarding ano, regional cinema. Pero yeah. yun, sobrang kulang. And, ayun, ang dami pa naming, pero ngayon nabawasan na. Ang daming puting professor sa UP film eh. Kaya parang, <laughs> hindi talaga siya Philippine cinema homest. Ah. Here I was thinking ang puti meaning ano ha, like gray-haired, mga matatanda na ng no. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, you meant Westerners. Yun. Yes, no? Mm -hmm. How many were they in the in the in the institute? Before ah, nung pero unti-unti kasi lang silang nabawasan as ano eh. As time went by, parang when I entered, there were I guess four, four or five. Mm. 
considerable. So I guess that was the reason why sa the thesis mo, you thought of something like uh, tembong. No? Mm -hmm. can, you t can you tell us the about the process of making tembong? The, like, how you were inspired? Why did you choose this story? Why this particular community? Okay, so I'm from ano, Coronadal, Region 12, where Lake Cebu also is. So sa Lake Cebu, maraming nakatirang mga tiboli. And my late dad, he used to work sa um, tourism ng South Cotabato. He was a government employee and uh, before the festivals, he would um, immerse himself with uh, these people, with the uh, Tibolis, and then with the ITs. And he would take me with him. So, parang meron kami mga overnights, mag-observe uh, mag ako, ganyan. Pero as a kid, wala, akong, ano, wala pa akong sensibility masyado. Mm -hmm. More on, Pero this was, this was when you were very young. Tama ba siya, eh? Bata ka pa nito nung naumpisahan mo yung pag sama sa tatay mo with uh, with the IPs? Ah, ginagawa ng mga tiboli like for example the tinalak na it used to be so secret before pero yun nga ngayon dahil din sa maraming nagte-take advantage because of how it looks so exotic nawawala na yung value so yun he, my dad was really the one to inspire me to make films about them and one of my mm. struggles when I was ano, parang deciding if this was the first short that I'm gonna make um, is kung worthy ba ako um, to make films of the Tibolis when in fact hindi ako Tiboli. But oh, then there um, you go. I, yeah. And then I uh, talked to one of my mentors before for my thesis, um, si Sir Dempster Samarista. He said that it's not, um, it, sincerity is uh, often. Sincerity is more important than authenticity. authenticity. So it really, yeah. yeah. So it really depends on your intention and also how well, not just how well you've studied it, pero yung intention mo to, to the cause of what you're actually doing. Ayun. Oh, very interesting because last episode, that's exactly what mm -hmm. we were talking about. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about um, a film that was also about the Tiboli community, um, Kana. Um, oh, but you okay. mentioned you mentioned earlier that bata ka pa nung nag-umpisa ka na sumama sa tatay mo, tama ba? Mm -hmm. Yes. Even before you went to film school. So, yes. do you think that helped you understand better the community when you were making the film? Did you look back on those years and buti na lang matagal na akong um, nakakahalubilo ang mga taga-community? It helped in a way, pero kasi yung thinking ko din back then na parang surface level lang na ang ganda ng kultura nila, um, ang intricate ng patterns, mm -hmm. ganyan. Parang dream weaving to me was so magical, ganyan. But mm -hmm. when, you know, growing up and realizing that these things are, have ano, other, yung context na nakapalibot dito, katulad ng struggles ng Tiboli, talagang mapapaisip kayo na bakit puro bakit nasa-sensationalize yung, yung ganda ng tinala. Katulad nga, for example, ng kana eh. Now, when I watched it, I was really baffled na parang um, bakit damsel in distress narrative to kung ang mga babae naman sa Tiboli ay malalakas. Usually, sila yung nagdadala ng ano nila eh. Um, basically, sila nagpo-provide for their families kasi nga sila yung nag-weave, yun yung ginagamit pang trade. 
bakit sila pinoportray as damsel in distress. So, ang daming, alam mo yun, ang daming maling pag, um, pag-relay ng culture mismo dun sa film na yun. Mm. So, Shai, how did you construct the story for the film, for the short film? Mm. It started when we were, my dad and I were talking, and then he said, why don't you make films about um, the men of Tiboli na, ano, na naghabi, kasi nga, it's unusual. Yun yung ano nila ha. Um, yun yung PR ng actually oh, yun yung PR ng ng tourism ng province na babae lang yung naghahabi ganyan. But what they don't know is yung mga nabibili nilang mga tela ng tinalak ay hinahabi na rin ng mga lalaki kasi nga they need it for uh, to provide food for their table kasi nga may may market sa tinalak eh. So ayun um, I went to research about it, and then I got to uh, um, several books that were, ano, uh, about the Christian immigrants na galing sa Visayas who moved to Mindanao, and they were the reason why the Tibolis, the IPs, were pushed in the uplands. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kaya parang uh, what I wanted to do talaga was um, do the do uh, make a story about the amalgamation of of Christians and the IPs in Mindanao and how they make up the people of Mindanao and then uh, incorporate it with the Tibolis, yung struggle din nila sa pag-adapt to this changing world na meron tayo which is, uh, pati yung lalaki nga, nagahabi na din. Yun. Shai, you mentioned earlier mm-hmm. that um, you were wary, no? diba? You mm-hmm. were you were a bit uh, hesitant about making this and you talked to your to one of your advisors, and mm-hmm. he said that authenticity is less important compared it's, to mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Us, to um, sincerity. Well, sincerity. So how did you uh, how did you process your your uh, this these thoughts? How did you process uh, the 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 hesitation that you had, and knowing that you are not from the community? Mm-hmm. Although you have been with the community since you were a kid, mm-hmm. pero sabi mo nga, so surface level lang. So how did mm-hmm. you reconcile it eventually? Ayun, so upon talking to Sir ano, Debster, I went to the community and uh, syempre kinausap ko sila. Um, si Kuya Charlie, yung mga artista ko kasi ano, non-actors. They are ano, the descendants sila ni Lang Dulay, the master dream weaver. And I talked to them, I shared my story, and I asked if it was okay for me to tell their story. Ayun, sa consent, oh. naman namin, yes, there was consent. They were okay with it, and I made sure that uh, they really understood what I was doing. And sabi nila, if it, if, if it could help us, yes, do it, gumanun. Mm. Ayun. So, Shai, if you could... Uh, say something about aspiring filmmakers who feel strongly about making films about communities that are not theirs uh, mm-hmm. what would you what would you tell them to prepare for that kind of project Ayun. so more than the surface level if you want to make films about um, be be sure that you have the sensibility of that place also uh, make sure that Yun nga, you are sincere with what you're doing. Make sure that your intentions are good and um, 
I really push kasi for regional films kasi dapat matanggal na yung hegemonic filmmaking sa Pilipinas na ayun wala naman siguro masama if your att- intentions are pure and if you if you carry the sensibilities of that place also if you have consent from the people from the people whose stories you are going to tell ayun Karma uh, or Jay meron kayong question in regard uh, in connection to that point Uh, naki question or Jay, naki question Jay. Hello. Wala okay ako lang sa. Um so actually one of the reasons we invited you Shai is because um we all know na ang parang currency ng mga filmmakers sa Mindanao is basically short films. Uh, uh parang lahat halos lahat ng mga filmmakers dito nagse-start with making short films and I remember watching your interview sa CNN and this was supposed mm-hmm. and this film was actually supposed to be a full length and you had to trim it down para <clears throat> maging short film. Um yes. can you talk more about th- that um process na kailangan mong i-trim down to short film and did it somehow um compromise your uh, vision for the project? Ayun, kasi yun yung sad uh, reality with our cinema, no? Na we always have to start with short films before going into full length. Na sa totoo lang, magkaibang monsters naman talaga yung short films and full length, eh. Um, I had to trim it down because, ano, una sa lahat, budget restraints then I was a student, wala, wala akong producer. So, kailangan ko siyang magawa na kaya ko, na kaya ng budget within our budget. So, yung tinanggal ko mostly are big scenes that you'd call. So, there's, ano, yung mga, yung war scenes na, I guess, um, with also Sir Ricky Lee's guidance, kasi at the time, siya din yung professor ko sa, sa siya yung instructor namin sa script writing. Parang with his guidance, he, he um, helped me which scenes to delete. At saka parang inimbibe ko na din sa sarili ko na na one day I'm gonna make this full length. So, hindi din masasayang tong mga eksenang to. I'm gonna use them someday. So, ayun. Oh, so, ano, um, uh, marami pa talaga siyang scenes, like uh, war scenes. So, um, yes. makikita natin to eventually sa <clears throat> full length mo. Hopefully. Uh-oh. Hopefully. And, um, Uh, of course, you've also worked in uh, full-length films, but of course, you're not the director. And how mm-hmm. would you? And of course, this this full-length came mga uh, Manila productions mostly. So how, yes. can you tell us more about um, that experience? Because of course, you're <clears throat> you're from um, Mindanao, and you've mm-hmm. also done um, mga uh, short films as a student. But how was mm-hmm. it like transitioning to this? Um, Uh, environment na everything is like um, big and uh, yeah. Ayan. So, um, working with uh, Star Cinema, Viva Films, and Black Sheep Productions, um, ang laking difference talaga from you know, independent filmmaking kasi well, budget-wise, mas marami silang gamit, mas marami silang tao. Um, and yun nga, yung priority din ng stories kasi talaga nila mostly is to um, earn profit eh. It's not even, you know. Sometimes it's what comes first is the artists, the artistas. Hindi hindi yung story. That's the sad part mm-hmm. about it. 
Meron um may mga instances na oh we have a we have say uh, a famous love, love team ngayon ganyan. Uh say si we have Jaden ngayon and they need the film. So doon kayo magse-start eh. Kung ano yung pelikulang babagay sa si Jaden, anong pelikula yung hindi pa nila nagagagawa. Whereas sa, sa atin tayo na regional filmmakers, we have our stories first. Tapos saka na saka na susunod. Ganun yung process. Well, uh, as for me, ganun yung process kung sino yung pipiling artista, kung sino yung pipiling crew, ganyan. Pero sa kanila, it goes with the stars first kasi nga, profit yung um, profit-driven yung klase ng filmmaking yung meron dito. Ayun. In, in a way, advantage siya ng so-called regional filmmakers kasi nauuna yung mm-hmm. story bago yung artista. And uh, yeah. as we can see, it doesn't work um, yeah. All the time. I, I mean, Jadine, the Jadine uh, movie wasn't mm-hmm. as commercially successful as the other Love Team movies. But mm-hmm. however, it's actually a, it's actually a better movie than any of those movies. <laughs> anyway, YCC. <laughs> but we know. Ani yung cakes? YCC. No, it is a better movie compared. But it doesn't. It's it it wasn't successful in the box box office compared to. I think mas successful pa rin yung um uh yung sa film uh sa Vargas Museum ano nga ito forget that recently lang last year um the, uh yung taga UP sila sa ano alone together art studies yes oh, alone, alone together. together yes i was a part of that film yeah i think that was more commercially successful ano that one yes i think yes mm-hmm. jay do you have a question for shy Uh, ano ba? Um, siguro mabalik sa tema um, ba you um, you screened and you shown the film sa Manila. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what were um, the most interesting yung questions or feedbacks from um, uh, people from Manila who saw the film and um, whether it's part of next ano yung pinatumatak na feedback or question sa'yo and how did you parang need to go out it? Oh, ayun. Okay, so if I heard it right, ano yung pinatumatak na feedback, right? Um, siguro, ano, more on the people, and daming, of course, there are mixed ano, reviews about my films, and daming um, sinabing naguguluhan daw sila, hindi nila naiintindihan. Um, I guess, mm-hmm unsettling din sa kanila kasi hindi sila aware of the culture. Pero yun nga yung iniisip ko before, before making ano, tembong kasi ang daming, ang daming nang gumawa ng mga pelikula about sa mga tiboli, about sa pag sa dream weaving. Um, ano pa yung hindi nagagawa about them? So, nung, nung pinalabas yung tembong sa Cinemalaya where it was shown nationwide, and dami kong reviews na nababasa na they they weren't aware of these ano of of the tibolis of dream weaving that there was such pra- uh, such practice so natuwa ako na ano uh, i was able to enlighten some people that na may nagie-exist na ganitong kultura at the same time um, make them aware of their struggles also na hindi lang siya basta-basta ganda hindi lang napapakita yung kultura ng mga tiboli in the eyes of a tourist but um you can also hear their see and hear their struggles. Ayun. 
May follow up ka, Jay? Kaya ako may follow up ko. Wala. Um, Shai, nakalimutan. You remember si yeah. Marie yun last year? Um, yes. Nalabas yung film mo and nahiya akong mag-ask kasi maraming tao nagtatanong, right? Well, anyways, I'm gonna ask it na. Um, kasi ang isa sa mga interesting aspects of film mo na actually look forward siguro mm-hmm. ng mga tao na fami- familiar with the uh, with the whole dream weaving um, thing is yung mm-hmm. portray mo ng dreams. No? Kasi like, mm-hmm. um, well, generally, murag, parang medyo mahirap mag portray ng films ay ng dreams sa sa films no so how how yes. how was it um how was the process of um parang conceptualizing what the dreams are gonna look like on on screen ayun so um kasi yung mga tiboli yung mga nakwento nila sa akin kapag nananaginip daw nagpapakita yung abaka goddess na si Kudalu so kapag nagpapakita siya tinatanong ko anong nangyayari Sabi nila nagpapakita daw sa kanila ng patterns. Ayun, usually through a fruit. Ganyan, yung mga nakikita nila around them through nature. And then I was talking to my staff, my team, na kung paano natin i-mount yung ganitong klaseng dream sequence na dapat yung editing pattern din. And visually, pattern din talaga. Hindi yung basta-basta lang nagpapakita ng pattern through a fruit. So, one of my, ano, my staff, my production designer, he actually suggested na going, um, na, nakabaliktad yung images on my film. So, ayun, I agreed with that kasi nga, it really give, it really gives the audiences uh, an unsettling feeling, mm-hmm. which is what I wanted. Kasi, hindi, yun na nga, kasi hindi nga okay ngayon yung mga tiboli with, um, with land grabbing and other issues that concern also with ano, militarization. So yun, I wanted it to feel unsettling. Tapos nung pinakita ko na siya kay uh, Sir Dempster, he said na parang yung hindi enough yung pagiging pagbabaliktad niya lang. Parang isang parang isang transition device lang siya, but then then what? So we, we tried um, uh, juxtaposing the images parang no overlay din namin until parang nakakita kami ng pattern with um experimenting with the images that we've shot so there doon na buo yung dream sequences namin kasi ayo din we wanted to veer away from the usual dream sequences na nagpapalit lang ng color reading and so ayan okay jay or john do you have very okay go I, well, I was just I was just going to parang add lang na I think isa din yun sa I think highlight ng film for me yung visual style niya parang if you're if you're going to look at it parang it's a counter um, it counters to the usual um, cinematography na di ba we discussed last episodes kana na cinematography is so Parang it gazes on the certain parang touristy tourist type shots. Of, uh, uh, yeah, eyes of a tourist, yeah. yes. And if you see in Tembong, parang ano niya, parang kinakap niya yung ano, plastic. So, yun. Just going to say this. Jay, medyo choppy ka. <laughs> <laughs> I have to agree with Jay Sorry. because uh, uh, when I saw the, the short film, uh, 
that was also what I noticed. It's it has a different. I guess because shy, you were saying that you were really aware of the possible consequences, and you were mm -hmm. aware very of the mistakes that you might make. You know, so I think that self awareness was. I could actually see it in the film, and you were very careful. There was really, you really put a lot of thought to to shooting it, and and the result to me was that. Um, yes, there was that unsettling uh, part to it, but at the same time, it just showed the story, and it did not mm -hmm. like pause to say, "Ooh, look at the, look at the textile." <laughs> mga ganon na mga parts na nakita natin parate no sa usual mm -hmm. films. So, yeah. So, uh, thank you, Shai. We'll get back to Shai in a bit. Now, uh, let's have Jay um, interview our uh, second guest, Ram. Interrogate. Interrogation. Hello. Hello. So, hello, Ram. Uh, Napa Hello. Kung si Shai, um, she start, uh, she start, she started sa film school. Actually, uh, media studies, and then nag film school. Um, ikaw naman, how did you uh, go into filmmaking? Because um, the ba ang background ni mo was before, before going into film, you worked with uh, several NGO projects, and then um, um, you're you're also involved in um, uh, different uh, cultural um, projects, din, no? So how was the process into shift into uh, filmmaking? Well, there wasn't really a shift. I've always wanted to be an artist. I was so sure, even when I was young, that I've always wanted to be an artist. I even took up communication arts in the university and contrived Kaminikiko. And then, but then I realized that it's, um, it didn't give me, it didn't allow me enough space to be creative. Um, I don't know if Kiko agrees with that because he eventually um, flourished into filmmaking. But it was different with me. So I left school and then to make a living, that's how I um, joined, that's how I um, got hired in um, NGO work. And I enjoyed doing field work. But I've always, always wanted to be an artist. So it, um, and I've, I've explored. Hello? My static something. Sorry. So I um, I explored different media, and then yung first love ko talaga is visual arts, and then I tried a bit of writing, but I'm still very insecure with my writing. And I I um, I found I found filmmaking when I was um, and I've 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 I I. Um, I'm I'm a cineast. I think I love um, I love watching films. Although I have very discriminating taste in the kinds of films I watch, but I do enjoy watching films. And I've always wanted to make films, write about films, direct a movie. But when I and uh, I never I never had an opportunity. I thought the only way to become a filmmaker is to go to school to have a formal education because I think that's very important as well, having the foundations of. Like, for instance, film history and film theory. But then when um, I, I met Arnel Mardocchio and um, we had a short conversation about um, my, um, I, I gave a criticism about 
how women are portrayed in regional cinema because we met, I think we were together, Jay, sa Cinema Region Reloaded, Re, I think that was Cinema Region 8. And we went around Mindanao. And most of the films, I felt like oh, yeah, yeah. women were portrayed poorly. Um, there were two films where women um, were combing their ha hairs in front of the mirror for all eternity. You know, it was it was very unsettling for me. So I gave a criticism about that, and Arnell responded positively. And he even he even admitted that in his films, he still needs to improve the um, the per her, his portrayal of women because there's a he felt that he lacked um, empowering women um, in uh, the the capacity of of her of his characters to empower other women the the women audience of his of his films, and then a few months after he offered me a role in in his movie in in his last movie, and I took that as an opportunity to you know be in a film set learn the ropes network with people because I think that's how um, that's the that's how. Like here in, in, in regional cinema and guerrilla filmmaking, that's re really how you find your people um, when you start working with them, networking with them, and then um, so after that everything was just um, everything were in place, and then um, Nilnig, uh, Nilnig uh, announced a film a film workshop, a film writing mm -hmm. workshop, and um, um, my friends from Ilnigu and she uh, mentioned it to me, so um, I attempted to write. A, I attempted to write a, um, a script. I, I applied for. I applied for the workshop. And then I realized, like Shai said earlier, um, short filmmaking is a different kind of monster. And there, I didn't know that it would be that difficult. Um, na my time, my limitations of time, my you know because you need to, mm -hmm. you need to depict your your you have to um, create this narrative na it, it would fit in this certain um, time uh, time frame. So you and, and um, yeah, that's how I I think we even had an argument about it because <laughs> you felt that the film my short film isn't that uh, isn't that short. And then, um, <laughs> and then I um, I I met um, uh, when I when I got accepted. Um, I learned a lot from from the workshops. You know, although it was really um, it was brief, Madali and I think we only did it for three days. And but I had really wonderful mentors with Deng and um, Kiri Dalena. And um, mm -hmm. even after even after the workshops, we still uh, we still um, had had consultations with our mentors, which really helped a lot, especially in shaping my narrative and how I'm how I approached um, how I, I approach filmmaking. It's it's, it's very different. Um, mm -hmm. What else? Yeah, you have questions, Jay. Yeah. So yeah. So what was it about? Um, uh, or was it about Nilnig? Because um, diba when we um, asked or called for applications for the um, film workshop, uh, one of the requirements was yung submit to us parang a film logline or synopsis mm -hmm. or concept. Um, mm -hmm. yung, did your film, the story, um, it um, the 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 first story that really came to your mind na 
this is going to be my first film this um pamalugo maybe you can talk about that film uh, mm-hmm. how it how it came to be it um there i have other film ideas there are other um stories that i wanted to make as my to make as my first film but because Nilnig has a theme I have to come up with something that would fit the um, that would fit the theme of the workshop and the film festival, um, and timing put the shot because I wa- I was watching um, I was checking old um, silent films like I was watching um, M and um, M and Metropolis at that time and then I watched. Um, the Italian film Inferno, based on Dante Alighieri's um, uh, Inferno, the Divine from the Divine Comedy. Then I thought of uh, I thought of because at that time uh, in the in the uh, when when Milnik started, parang it's just a horror a horror themed film festival. Um, it's um, mm. genre specific. Now they broadened it to and they included um, fantastical narratives. So I thought, um, yeah, maybe I could use a mythological framework to discuss the trans struggle. Because that's, um, I think that has always been my um, uh, my goal to talk about the trans uh, the trans narrative mm-hmm. specific to Mindanao, for instance, and the trans struggle because a lot is lost in um, in in um, films about about trans people it's always about the, the spectacle it's always about the, mm. this facade this you know this um, this beauty this exoticism but I really wanted to talk about you know the the, the plight and um, uh, the plight and the lives of the lived experiences of these people because I am a trans woman mm. and um, and I think also I still can't Call myself a filmmaker. I think it's um, mm-hmm. it's a stretch to call myself one. But um, I think it's every filmmaker's responsibility. It's every storyteller's responsibility to um, anchor um, the stories that they make it in truth. So, and I think it was it's easier for me to talk about my truth myself because it's the subject I know best, according to Freedom and. Yeah, so I use a mythological framework to to discuss the trans struggle and the intersectionality of the struggle and how um, my class, for instance, and my ethnicity, my being from the region, colors my my um, gender, my 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 experiences on gender, and how my experiences on gender color um, uh, my experiences on class, color my experiences on my ethnicity, mm-hmm. and yeah, so. That is really the primary goal in um, writing and making Pamalugo. And we had very short time. We had very short time to make mm-hmm. the film. I think, I think we only had a month. But I was lucky yeah. because prior to getting, um, uh, prior to applying for the film festival and getting in, I already, I already, um, talked to people to collaborate with. Because um, when I, uh, when I was, um, when I was cast in my Dokus film, I already knew some people. And um, I talked to, my, to these people and to my friends, and I told them that I had this intention of, of making a film. And I think that's very important too. That's the beauty of regional cinema. That's the beauty of, of guerrilla filmmaking. That it's a collaboration. So I talked to this friend, and she agreed to be my producer. And then we started this um, 
GoFundMe because we didn't have any money. I didn't mm. have a camera. I didn't know what kind of camera I'm going to use. I am um, I'm completely clueless about. You know, it was it was only during the workshop when I was enlightened when people were starting to started to talk about oh how we're we going to approach editing and there was this other mm. um, um, workshop um, participant who really gave this spectacular um, uh, um, what it's what do you call that pitch yeah spectacular yeah, pitch, pitch with yeah. all these yeah animations and um, CGI and you know that um, that intimidated me, and so I started talking to people like I really want to have this. This is the kind of um, the, this is the feel I want to have in the film. This is the kind of color I want in the film. This is um, I want it to be slow and poetic, and and um, I even thought that it, it Bugsy even told me because when I told Bugsy because I really couldn't find actors that with a short span of time, and I told Bugsy I'm going to. Um, act in the film as well. He said, "Will you be able to do that, acting and directing at the same time?" And I confidently told him, "If Bradley Cooper could do it, shut up." <laughs> <laughs> and then, but then I realized that it 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 is really a, a, um, a Herculean task, you know. You, while you're acting, you have to wear your director's hat. You have to wear your writer's hat. And then you have to run to the cinematographer and check the footage and everything. And it wasn't just, you know, as an artist, you just, um, I know that there's a technical aspect to it. And it's very, it's it's more pronounced, I think, in, in filmmaking, unlike in, mm. um, unlike, for instance, in the visual arts where I am, mm. um, where I started. Mm. You know, it's really technical. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, for me, for me naman, I think while realizing it or thinking about it now, um, parang it, I mean, casting yourself sa, sa lead role or that role um, in Pamalugo, um, parang siyang, it was a really um, good act of self-reflexivity. Because um, you mentioned nga kanina, no, um, um, parang bringing to surface representation of trans narratives, and we discussed this diba dun sa LGBTQ na talkback yeah. session sa Pasalida High. And so, I guess my question would be, parang, do you see this exploration in, in filmmaking as a kind of necessity also, um, uh, other than just, you know, mere exploration? Exploration of a, a new or different um, medium. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I think I belong to that school of thought where um, I believe that it's not enough for art to be a mirror for society to reflect on, but a hammer with which to shape it. Um, borrowing from Bertolt Brecht, I belong to that kind of um, to that school of thought. So it's important for me to empower, because um, uh, empower and educate. Um, uh, it's funny because um, uh, Ed made a, Ed Kabagmot made a comment that the film is a philosophical lecture, <laughs> and um, I see it. I know, I see it. But I, like I said, I'm still not a filmmaker. I still haven't um, mastered how um, to to. Um, uh, I haven't really mastered how to um, uh, to approach uh, visual language, etc. But um, and also at that time, I felt like 
this is my only chance. This is the only opportunity that I have to make a film and to tell this story. And so, you know, with a short film, and so I had to pour everything um, um, in 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 that uh, in that in that movie. So, um, yeah, yeah, uh, it's 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 really it's didactic, and it's it's important for me to. Um, I, I do not deny that that it's a philosophical lecture. It's didactic. And um, because I, I, uh, when I approached the film, I wanted it to empower and to teach people and to show, um, and to show a different, um, um, a different understanding of the trans struggle, not just the spectacle, not just the, you know, the victim, and um, you know, not just not just the stereotypes. Because mm -hmm. I think it's important to diversify, um, to diversify the narratives of trans people, because it's always. In many, in many mainstream, mainstream, and um, I think what's her name again? Baby Ruth Villarama loves mm. to call it Mindy, the mainstream Mindy, uh, the min, uh, uh, mainstream independent um, films. Um, uh, it, 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 the the trans trans women are um, it's a stereotypical depiction of of trans women. You know, um, so I wanted to diversify that. I wanted to enrich uh, the narratives of trans women, and especially to show the, the uh, to show their plight. And it was it was important for me too when I had um, uh, uh, trans women in the audience, and they resonated, and they um, uh, they um, felt a connection with the film, and mm. um, that that's what's important to me that they that they see themselves in the film. At the same time, they they realize. Mm. Um, that, that they realize and they open their eyes about our true struggle, mm. you know. So, you know. Okay. so, siguro let's go deeper naman dun sa process because as you've said nga, this is um, the making of the film was so guerrilla. In fact, you didn't have uh, a camera, you know. So, mm. um, looking back at the process from from developing it dun sa workshop. To the shooting, actual shooting, and maybe we could even go um, farther into the actual exhibition. Because you also went not only Sangilgig, you also went to Cinema Region. Uh, mm -hmm. In in that entire spectrum of parang film experience, um, ano yung mga siguro major takeaways that you think um, are these these essentials would like. Um, guide me in my next film, parang, or making of my next films. Of of course, as the writer and the director of the film, I already have this um, idea. The, the idea, the uh, how the how I'm going to approach the film is already very clear in my head. And but of course, there are many um, there are many things that affect. Um, that it changes. Um, it changes. There are many things that will change. Um, it changes along the way, like um, of course, well, ampera, the kind of camera that you have. And we were we were lucky, like I said, to say, I um, I, w I was lucky that um, I I met um, I, I met um, filmmakers from Mindanao early on, and they helped me with um, um, they helped me. Uh, they helped me with um, putting up the film, but um, I realized that um, even if you wanted to, st of course, it, 
as the director and as the writer, I have to stir and navigate the, the whole process. But I, I, I have to make room for collaboration. I think that's important. I think it's important to listen to um, to um, your peers, um, your, the crew, your actors, um, your editor, your cinematographer, and those who help you with your script because they might have um, they might have um, insights that you you know that um, you weren't able to you weren't able to see or you weren't able to appreciate and I think that's that's important. I think the age of the auteur is over. I mean, at times I imagine that I wish I could do this all by myself. I wish I could be Ryan Moore Shaw, or I wish I could be um, um, Shivar Oligariu who writes, acts, edits, um, and um, DOPs the, um, their films. But um, but I do enjoy the collaborate the collaboration process as well. You know. Um, uh, uh, um, and I think that's um, that's the strength of guerrilla filmmaking and and um, the regional cinema because you you trust that um, you trust that um, you trust the talent of talents of your peers because we have very limited resources we have li very limited resources and the and the community is very small so it's important that you know that you could trust these people and they they understand where you're coming from. They're able to comprehend um, and uh, your your intentions, and yeah, that is my uh, that uh, that collabor the collaborative process is really the um, uh, uh, the beauty of of guerrilla filmmaking, and it it really taught me a lot. Like they were my teachers at the same time because I never. Like I said, it, this is guerrilla filmmaking. I didn't go to film school, and so they were my teachers at the same time. So I learned from my cinematographer. Mm -hmm. I learned from from my editor. I learned from my producer, and I learned from a lot of people. So yeah, mm -hmm. I think that's a very nice insight to come from somebody who has just made their first film. No, um, parang singling out yung collaborative spirit, the spirit, the essence of collaboration in regional um, filmmaking or independent filmmaking, not only because the context, our context in the regions parang, um, propels us to be collaborative, but I mean, um, looking also at established Mindanao filmmakers, when you, like when I talk about them or they, they are interviewed or like if you see them on, on the set, I mean, that spirit of collaboration really is parang evident um, so it's 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 good that um, it's that um, thing that it's that one thing that you um, parang singled out as one of your major takeaways so maybe John and Kiko if you have questions um, I turn over the floor to Kiko, your John, do you questions have, do you have questions John? Okay. Our question is yeah. actually for the third segment of this so, so yeah, I have a question. I have a question for Ram. Hi, Ram. Hi, John. Be Hi, Ram. We are... <laughs> John, um, John, by we the are... way, translated the the um, poem, uh, Khalil Gibran's yes. poem. Uh, yes, yes. I'm very honored to do it for, for the Thank film. Thank you, John. Ram, um, we are in an unprecedented moment 
in it, when it comes to trans representation in in media, there's still a lot to be done. I we, we know that, but we have um, because of streaming platforms. Also, we have shows like Pose. We have La Mujer Fantastica winning the Oscar for Best Foreign Language Film. And we have a lot of trans stories coming out into the mainstream um, and, and, and being watched by audiences. In, unlike before, Nara is just a fringe. So yeah. you mentioned that um, speaking of trans ex about trans experiences is a very important component of your filmmaking. What do you want to, what do you intend to see next now that there is um, what should I say, um, rudimentary understanding uh, or basic understanding now, more, because um, before it really was really, really, really bad. Uh, in, just recently we're in um, trans voices are now being heard. So what do you want to see more uh, in the next few years, like the next two years? In the context of regional and Philippine uh, Philippine cinema, yes, yes. There, are more, there will be more trans writers, more trans writers, more trans filmmakers. Prominent um, trans filmmakers and writers in the Philippines now are very few, like Sila um, uh, Moira Lang and Isabel Sandoval. Sino pa ba? I think most of most of the trans women, trans people, and there are very few trans men. Um, um, in, 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 in filmmaking, yeah. right, in the film community. So I wish to see more of that. I wish to see um, other gender variants who, uh, to write their narratives. And because it's important, the right to self-determination is really important, not just um, uh, Shai earlier talked about um, the, the IP struggle and uh, the, the Luman struggle. And it's the same. It's the same with it's the same with trans people. Our right to self determination is is very important, and to talk about our narratives, our genuine narratives, and, and diverse narratives, not just the stereotypes that um, were always presented, because it flattens our experiences. I also wish to see um, a lot of trans people cast as you know trans characters. I mean, now I there was this debate in Hollywood that why can't cis people uh, uh, play trans roles. I mean, everybody should should be allowed to play whatever character they um, they want, or if if their talent allows it. It's true, but there are very few trans actor. There are no trans actors cast as in in, in cis roles, and often um, uh, trans roles when they're given to cis actors, it's to it, it, it's to bait um, awards. You know, it's to stir controversy, and it it doesn't. It, uh, the, then the narrative suffers, and it's also insidious because um, it, it reinforces the narrative of deception that a lot of um, um, perpetrators of violence against trans women um, use an excuse, you know, because that that um, that trans women are men dressing up as women. So, for instance, when Eddie Redmayne yeah. played played um, uh, a trans role, a trans woman role in um, uh, the Danish girl. After 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 the film, he um, uh, took off his took off his um, his costume, and then he's a man, you know. And like like um, uh, there was there's this film in um um mga gabi kasi haba ng buhok ng mga kasi yeah yeah kasi haba ng buhok ko 
I uh -oh. was so mortified. It was a caricature. I mean, it was already difficult to watch um, Die Beautiful, but that 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 short film was just terrible. Uh, that that not short film. That 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 film is really terrible. It's because it it, it 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 it's a caricature, you know. It um it really makes um it it uh, it ridicules the, the the trans experience, and a lot of filmmakers don't see this um don't see this as an as uh, as, uh, as an importance that um uh, uh people that 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 trans people should play trans roles, because they don't go through that kind of struggle. And that's a problem when when the filmmaker is not trans or doesn't under, understand the trans struggle. So I wish, I wish we will have more trans writers. I wish we will have more um, trans filmmakers, trans directors, trans actors to enrich the the narrative of uh, the narratives of, of trans people and those everybody in the mar uh, in the margins. Yes, because uh, it's been like that, no? That cis uh, people play trans characters and most of the time or if not all the time their transness of the, the transness of the characters are called so much it calls so much attention to the trans yes yeah, yeah yes why can't just a trans person play a character you know yeah. any character and then that's i think that's when when you can also say all right a cis person can also play any character when trans people can also play any character yes exactly no? Parang ganun yung uh, struggle ngayon. Pero we're get, then, hopefully we're going to get there. Yeah, yes. and when when you don't focus much much on the transness of that person, you see the other, you see the humanity. You know, it's not just um, our stories are not anchored on our gender. Our experiences are not anchored on our gender alone. Yes. There's a lot to be learned, talaga. Even like for among the LGBTQ, you know, the Bobby, yeah. in the LGBTQ, there's a lot of debate also, and in the yeah. feminists also. But that's for another yeah. topic. Just to yeah, because, just to point out something. Yeah, go ahead, Ram. No, because you know, for the longest time, um, um, our narratives have been centered on the on the gay uh, on the gay experience. It's only recent when the. Yes. Uh, when gender and sexual the difference between gender and sexuality are finally defined it's finally defined um, yes. so yeah for the longest time we were under the shadows of so it's confusing they still confuse me with bios they still confuse mm, me mm -hmm. with and i still have to explain myself and that's and and i think that is also one of the reasons why i want to make the film to make it clear um yes. who i am because that term was forced upon us, <laughs> it was forced upon yeah. us. We're lumped together in one term, yeah. and then we have to, like, okay, so gay people have somehow managed to um, own the term, but then at the same time, you cannot, it cannot be expected of trans people to own that term as well, because it's a different mm -hmm. experience mm -hmm. altogether. Just remind, it reminded me of, of, of of something I saw recently, diba we know na Ghost Fighter, that cartoon Yu Yu Hakusho yeah, yeah, from yeah. Japan, that beloved cartoon. I mean, I still love it. Um, there are there is an episode where there is a trans villain, and it was just. Of course, we won't. I won't. I would not have noticed this when I was a kid. Uh, mm -hmm. Maybe I noticed it, and then I was like, oh my goodness. So the queer <laughs> the queer person in me would be like, uh, it's kind of referring to me, you know? I say, diba the queerness, but. Doing the episode, it was really, really, it really made 
the episode sound like it's from the 90s. It's really a relic. Kasi nga, <laughs> Eugene was battling with this trans character. Well, I'm calling the character trans, but the character is female, like physically female, everything, but the character has, um, the way the character talks about herself, she is trans. And Eugene, while, while, have, while battling with her, um, touched her private parts. And humiliated her for having um, the, the 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 male part, and I was mm -hmm. just, oh my goodness, this is so transphobic. And imagine, <laughs> so but then, it's it's part kasi ng filmmaking for a long time to teach us how to respond to queer and trans um, characters, which is revulsion, mm -hmm. diva. Right? So yeah, that's true. Uh, th that's why it's. Important, I think, for uh, trans, queer, gay, lesbian filmmakers to make their own stories, and I guess, and by extension, to um, many minority uh, groups, diba? That's true. I conflicted when I watch um, Rocky Horror Picture Show. I think it's really interesting mm. that, that generation, that yes. the trans villain, because we're repulsed with um, this. Um, uh, What's the term? This abomination, you know. So, yes, yeah. the crying game, then the, the crying, crying game, game. Too. Yes. exoticizing you to the yes. koan, the trans, yeah. feminine, the, the trans yeah. feminine body. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, the reaction mm -hmm. of the actor when he f saw the 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 male part, he was mm -hmm. vomiting. The genital. I mean, this is not a shade. I don't want to shade uh, the actor. Um, because I think the actor is queer also, but it was a good performance. And during the Oscars, there was a clip of the Oscars when they joked about the category Best Supporting Actor because mm -hmm. it, it is, it's, it's never happened that a woman was able mm -hmm. to, to, to crack the category Best Supporting Actor and then the face of the actor or the actress face, uh, uh, the actress who was nominated for the Oscar was just... Like dressing bitch face mm -hmm. is so awkward. It's very transphobic it's the, same, the moment. It's the same. I uh, know um, when it happened to Cinemalaya when Mimi Wareza won for best actor, diba? For quick change. God. Yes. And I uh, know um, Mamu did. Wasn't she nominated for the best actor also? No, best actress. No, best At actress. some point, she was nominated. No, she was nominated for best actress. I think there was also a but controversy. Yeah. No, not in Cinemalaya. She was nominated for Best Actress in Cinemalaya. I think it was uh, another award. Star Awards, I think. One of those uh, awards. I think so it was even... It was revolutionary when um, in, in cinema... In Mindanao Film Festival, they nominated Astri in uh, Astri and Tambula for Best Actress, but to Jay? Yeah. Actually, Ryan Morshaw, Ryan Morshaw won the best actor in Mindanao <laughs> Film Festival, but that was I think before she socially transitioned, so medyo ma forgive pa. But, but Astri was nominated for Mindanao Film mm -hmm. Festival after I think Seth and Ryan insisted that she be placed in that category. Yeah. All right, Karma. Okay, so. Thank you, Kairam, sa insight sa inyong sa inyong film. So let's move on to the ano um third 
part. Napani tenth part, so joke. <laughs> 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 part. Uh, anyways, um, in the in the previous episode, in episode four, um, we talked about. I don't know if you guys uh, were able to listen, but we talked about um, films uh, about Mindanao made by um, filmmakers who are not from Mindanao, and I think Karon. Because last time kami ratulo ang nagdiscuss, kami tatulo lang nag-usap, and I think um, it would be um, insightful to hear from you guys, from like we said earlier, up and coming filmmakers, mga bagets, char, um, and their thoughts on the topic. So one of the first questions nagi-as, uh, nagi-answer namo in that episode was, what was the first film na uh pick ang Mindanao na first namo na watch and uh uh unsa among thought about it so let's ask Shai first Shai are you still there Yes uh Shai kasi kanina you mentioned when you were still in film school you were mm-hmm. that exposed or wala kay gina discuss ang mga uh films about Mindanao but what was the first film um if you can remember na Una mong na encounter or unang a first film uh, depicting Mindanao na first ni mo na encounter and what did you think about it? I don't think I can recall the first uh, Mindanao film that I've watched. Pero ano? Pwede bang can I just say kana na first uh, Tiboli film that I've oh, watched? Okay. Yan ayun. I- I've mentioned kanina na unsettling talaga for me watching it. Kasi ang layo eh with their community and how they um, depicted the Tibolis na in their um, everyday, uh, what they usually do. Tapos yung suot nila ay yung traditional wear nila na hindi naman talaga. Kasi nga, they usually use that for um, if, if only they have um, traditions of they have, or they have their rituals. Pero yung napakita sa pelikula, buong pelikula nakasuot sila ng traditional wear nila plus um siguro the use of um actors from Manila and not yun nga the way they speak um the language of the Tibolis may accent ng Tagalog Uh-oh. and uh hindi siya ano eh hindi siya nakakatuwa for someone who really um knows not really knows or like familiar, familiar. with the language and um uh, what are the things ayun pa siguro with how um the government in south cotabato is really championing this film kasi nga um they saw it yeah they saw it the they saw the the government of south cotabato really saw it as a and as an opportunity to promote the cultures of the tiboli whereas i think mm-hmm. um, yeah it could be a form of you know exploitation of the people Kasi hindi naman nila na forward yung current struggles na mga Tiboli more more ano lang promote lang na may ganito kami sa kultura so there's tourism so I think uh, that's quite problematic for me and yun nga it was shot through the eyes of a tourist since um the director is from Manila um I think uh she only got the inspiration when she went to uh. Lake Cebu and saw the Tibolis. Oh, oh. So, yeah. So, I think dun palang eh, parang, what, I think you really need to do not more research, but you need to be with the people at least to really know 
what their what their flights are and you know basically parang i feel like they made kana as a uh, period film ganyan but it's i hope they they did their research right hindi lang yung just for just to you know uh champion this specific um indigenous peoples and to showcase it to the world i don't think that's enough ayun and and how did that uh, wait you saw kana mm-hmm. even before uh you made tambong or yes even before uh, i made tambong As, so how did that kind of because you were you know that you were going to make um, a film about it, the Tiboli so how did that um, how did that um, kind of um, your thoughts on kind of um, informed your um, for example the writing process palang sa mm-hmm. uh, Tembong Ayun, I guess ano, I, I, I definitely knew what to avoid because while watching alam ko na yung Some parts ako nag-cringe. Alam ko na yung some like parts. parts? <laughs> ano yung dapat iwasan? Siguro it really made me aware of what I should do more and what I should show more on my film. And um, ayun na nga, talagang kailangang iwasan yung eyes of a tourist. And you know, in the process of making my film, I was also, um, one of my advisors in UP Film Institute told me na ano, Siguro lagyan natin ng ano ng tour guide while sa pelikula ko ng character na tour guide just to um, explain daw to the audiences that are not aware of the culture of the Tibolis para daw may may, may kakapitan silang character. So um, sa akin naman I didn't see that <laughs> parang flying sa pelikula ko. So it's definitely a no for me. Tapos may mga iba pang nagsuggest din na uh, advisors that um They wanted uh, an an actor na galing din mismo sa Manila. So, una sa lahat, iniisip ko uh, well, yun nga, nag-cringe uh-huh. nga ako dun sa may, may Tagalog. May Tagalog na accent yung uh-huh. yung pagtitiboli nila. And um ang mahirap pa kasi kailangan mo bang ituro sa kanila yung paghahabi whereas kapag um yung artista mo ay talagang kung sino yung nagsa-struggle noon, Uh, marunong na, marunong magsalita, taga doon, and it's, uh, as actually si Kuya Charlie, yung artista ko, sobrang laki ng tulong niya sa pagsusulat ko ng pelikula. Kasi sa kanya, sa kanya ko din talaga binagay yung, uh, yung character ng, ng Tembong. Kasi yun nga, very, he's very mysterious, but, but also, you know that, um, okay, he, he really um, carries the burden of his family. Um, ayun. Pero siya, um, paano mo ma-reconcile yung, kasi you, you did Tembong for your thesis, so ang first people na nakapanood ng film ay not from Mindanao, and of course you would have to present this um, film to your panel and the professors mm-hmm. at UP Film. So how did that, kanang, how were you able to reconcile that na parang you're, you're making a film, you're trying to be sincere about um, the Tiboli portrayal mm-hmm. but at the same time you knew that you were that that uh, this film is going to be shown to people who are not familiar with it to Bali. So how did mm-hmm. that uh, work sa imong film? Ayun um uh, starting with the script I had consultations with directeng Mangansakan. Um I I showed him my script and asked for uh, ayun um advice and one of the advice na ano 
um, na sinabi niya sa akin ay in the dream sequences they should have a purpose or else it would it would be a threat or paulit-ulit lang so ayun from there parang hin ma na process ko na, na hindi dapat lang gagawing parang transition device yung yung dreams and then with the ayun with the people who who didn't really know what the culture of the Tibolis are um, and I had I had peers here in Manila and I asked them what they thought of it and it, it really helps yun nga yung sabi ni yung sabi kanina ni Ram na kailangan talaga na collaboration siya among you people who are working towards making this film and Okay, so let's um, ask Ram. Ram, uh, the same question. What was the first film um, depicting Mindanao na, na watch ni mo and what did you think of it? Can you please repeat the question? <laughs> <laughs> what was? I'm trying to recall. I'm actually trying to recall the first um, Mindanao film or at least the first um, film about Mindanao, not necessarily made by a Mindanao, Mindanao. filmmaker, but I couldn't. Um, mm. I think I think it was only in Cinema Region when I um, was able to watch um, films about Mindanao. I think it was in Cinema One when I saw a glimpse of um, Paglalakbay uh, yeah. and um, Riddles of My Homecoming near Ardell Mardokyo. But always in, in mainstream media and in mainstream cinema, um, you know, the, uh, for instance, pag yung character Galing Mindanao. There's always a thick accent, or from 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 the besides when the character is Bisaya, they always um, exaggerate the the accent or the way. the actor is not really from, but if the character is from the regions, you know, there's always this. Um, they always make a caricature out of that character. So I think um, while it's important for Mindanao, it's really important for Mindanao filmmakers to make films about Mindanao. There's always a danger of appropriation, like Sinabini Shai about um, about Kana. I haven't seen that film. I um, wanted it's to on YouTube. looking at it, but like I said, I have um, <laughs> very discriminating. I think it would it would be such a waste of time. But I'm I'm not a film critic like Jay. Shut up. But mm. um, <laughs> um, it's important for for uh, Mindanao filmmakers to to write about. Um, Mindanao, the same way that um, trans people should write about, uh, should write films about trans people, or um, uh, Lumad should write um, films about Lumads, or at least um, be part of, of, of the process in making the story, because there's a danger of um, stereotyping. Not that, like for instance, the mo most of the most of the means uh, most in main most of mainstream films about about Mindanao is always about the, the wars, you know, that Mindanao is riddled with wars and um, there's always, uh, there's an armed conflict and, and, and um, people in, or it's, 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 it's exotic, it's like it's uncharted territory, it's the last, you know, so a, a lot of, um, a lot of, um, in the imagination of, uh, of the people in the capital, Mindanao is always this scary territory. And um, when I talked to, when I talked to, when I met, uh, when I, the first time I went to, the first time I went to Manila and I told them that I, I met people and I told them I went, I, I, I come from Mindanao, na ay murag, you know, ha, kind 
Kumusta ba dito? Is it okay? Kanang, how do you live? Are there even malls or whatever? It's ridiculous. So, you know, it's not that it's not that it's not true that there are no um, there's no armed struggle here, there's no conflict, that there are no civil wars, but it's not the only story about Mindanao. It's a problem with stereotypes because it's um it gives this one-sided story. It's only it only gives a few of the of the truths. And there's um uh, there's a there's a lot of truths here in Mindanao. It's not just the wars. And what else? I think there's that I always use this when I talk about when I talk about appropriation. <laughs> and um, writing uh, uh, and um, um, uh, the 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 role of the storyteller is to really do research because fiction and nonfiction. When you write, when you tell stories, even if it's fiction or nonfiction, it should still be rooted on truth. Especially when you are um, when you are tackling lived experiences. You must do your research. You cannot just conjure these things from thin air. And um, like I'm, 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 I'm um, very concerned with a lot of young filmmakers who discuss, or even student filmmakers who discuss topics like gender or abortion or these very controversial topics, and um, they. It lacks a lot of research. It, it's it's also difficult to talk to them because I understand that they're students. But you know, mm. one of the guiding factors of making film and even telling stories is to do research. And I couldn't stress that any further because that's very important. And I think, um, like I said, it's important that Mindanao Mindanao filmmakers, the minority, should write their stories because it's part of their right to self determination. And until the lion learns how to hunt. The, the, until the line learns how to write, the hunt will always glorify the hunter. So let's end there. I thank you. Good day. <laughs> thank you, Ram. Thank you. Um, but I wait, yeah. wait, wait. I have to add the I. But you know, there are like in writing to John, um, Charbot, both I will kind of I will kind of cross John's territory. In writing, I have this. I'm Go very ahead. Fond, I'm very fond of this writer, um, Leoncio Deriada. I don't know if you agree, but he wrote a collection <laughs> of short stories because he lived in in my hometown in Abunturan. He was mm, one of the pioneers. The road to Mawab. The road to Mawab, and it's very oh, yeah. important. He talked about the people in Abunturan in a, a very caring way, and um, he's um, his writings even there was this short uh, short story about the the year or the day of the locos and it's yes. um, it's sort of mm -hmm. magical realism the how the words the it's so beautiful and it doesn't it doesn't play on stereotypes the people yeah. the people the people in his in his stories are very empowered the people in his stories have um, are very complex characters there you could even, there's even this um, story about i think there are there's this homosexual undertone there's this um, there are these characters who the other guy is probably in love with this other guy and you know at that time something about, about the moon right something about the yeah moon. Yeah. yeah and, and you yeah. know uh, it, so it, even talking about that even uh, um, tackling uh, sexuality and gender in the context of um, Mindanao is also already very interesting because we only know Mindanao as a war-torn uh, a war-torn uh, country. Yeah, Leoncio is a uh, Leoncio is a settler 
in Davao. He graduated at Ateneo de Davao, but he's a settler. He comes from a settler background, mm -hmm. and he moved to UPV, to UP Visayas, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. and taught there. Yeah, and yeah, I agree with you that that story, the road to Mawab, is a really good for for what, mm -hmm. considering the time it was written. Exactly. I think it was written in the in the 70s or 80s. It was really very thoughtful. Yeah, so, and he, then, he was my mother's teacher. So when my I gave the book to my mother, because they, I think the the publishing house of that book, um, they, giraffe. Uh, they, oh, yeah, no, they, new day, new day, yeah. new day. Oh, nagsila yeah. sila. I think I don't know if they're closing down or whatever, but they're selling the book for fifty pesos. So I think I bought six copies, and I gave them to my to my um, aunts, to my mother, and they they fondly remember the time. At uh, that time in in the history of Nabunturan. Yeah. he passed away that. last. He passed yeah. away last year. Yes. Yeah. So rest in peace, Sir Leo Deryada. <laughs> Shaina abutan mo ba si Leo Deryada? Shaina. Eh, hello. Okay. I think hindi ko siya naabutan sa UP Visayas. Ah, hindi na retired na siguro siya. Yeah. But you must have heard about him. Yeah, 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 definitely. Okay, so I think we're um, about to end this episode, but before that, Keeks, I think we should ask our guests, uh, who, my, my goodness, another great episode. Thank you, guys. Uh, do you have anything to promote uh, or a project that you're involved in? Let's start with Shai. Okay. Okay. For now, all my projects are postponed. So, uh, promote ko na lang mass testing, no? <laughs> Since when? <laughs> mass testing and oust the turtle. Ayun. Mawawala na ako after this episode. <laughs> Naaday, ask Kiko. Sorry. Kiks. Wala. Close na ni mo. Naload na ko. Ah, so, wala na, wala na ko nabasa. Sorry. Wala na momentum. I-edit lang good, Kiks. I-edit lang good, Kiks. I-move na ako. How is it like? How is it like being, you know, meeting other Mindanao filmmakers? It's, you know, it's definitely nice that you can finally identify with the same people that you think that you will, you know, go through this struggle with with forwarding this kind, this type of cinema. Ayun, since I've only attended. Cinema Region once. Um, grabe nakabuild talaga ng network for me na makakilala ako ng other filmmakers from Mindanao kasi nga may 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 networks naman, may background in film is um, mostly ano eh, from Manila and all uh, from different parts of the country also. So um identifying with um, these people I guess it really helps because in a way, parang makikita mo natin for like future projects. Na ah, this, these are the people that I can finally collaborate with. Um, these are the people na finally um may may mindanawan sensibilities naren na hindi ako na for me for example hindi ako mangangapalang na maghanap ng kapwa co filmmaker like um DOP say writers or or whatever na galing Manila kasi eto makita na ng networks ng pool of filmmakers in Mindanao ayun how about you Ram I think the last um cinema region it was really important na we have a bond kasi maraming problema last cinema region especially with the, with um how the Mindanao um films were presented but 
before prior to cinema region you already meet these people in different film festivals in mindanao they get invited we get invited around so we already um, somehow know each other pero kasi nung last um trying to get the galop nung last cinema region um uh we the mindanao the mindanao um the mindanao group were um, screened sa whiteboard. What? What the rep? <laughs> yeah, the Charles of Price can say. It's not new. Parang I like textures ano. But the rest of the, dilit mupotan na nun kay I think na ato yung mga films from Mindanao na nasagol po sa uban na um uh, uban na kati uh, uban na na grouping uban na screening mga block. Tapos sa amo akong block, although majority um, were from Mindanao, naapod to sila Carla sa sa, um, sa, taga, sa Bontok, sa Mountain Province. So, pero strange kaayo to makanang, um, with they screened it sa, sa whiteboard. And when they asked us, they approached us if, they, if we are okay to screen the film while the rest were screened in a, in a lead, lead wall. So na I'm all na prestige na yana good number. There's a value kay they, it was screened sa koan it it, uh, it it was screened decently. Pero they approached us if we're okay if we're okay that uh, our films are uh, will be screened on a on a whiteboard. So nag ask ko if kanang they could find a fabric. Onya mura all of a sudden kanang mura kasi ilang response magood kay oh yeah. We could look for a fabric, but then it will take time, and then um, you might lose your audience. And we, because they invited students, and of course they schedule after after the screening, si mga lakaw na sila, hindi nila mahuman ng kanawang movies. But I, 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 I was a bit um, uh, not necessarily insulted, but it was kind of upsetting. I only asked for a fabric anyway, kay dili na magfit katong they provided as as uh, kanang full out na na screen but it was too small and because our films are in in Binisaya or in other um, uh, uh, Mindanao regional languages and other regional languages dili nimo you need to read the, the subtitles because how could these um, people from 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 Luzon Luzon understand the language or if um, they speak in another um, in another language diba unya murag bisad kuanto the drama yun ay mga hilakila kanang apparently katong the organizer even had had the audacity to tell me nga ganyan naman talaga sa mga film uh, uh, film festivals because I also organize other film festivals and a lot the filmmakers are okay when they scream excuse me I've never experienced that in Mindanao um, in in um, in Salamindana, we had a very wonderful screenings RMC, and uh, my film even had a very special screenings uh, cafe where we had a poetry reading after. In Milni, we did it in Cinematech. Um, in uh, Festival de Cinepas in Sampuanga, they did it in a hotel with a proper um, with a proper screen. So I couldn't accept it as, an, as an excuse, but of course I didn't. I. I didn't bother na lang, but all of a sudden she cried. Kay, it, it was as if we attacked her. She was probably exhausted. But I was just, you know, taken aback that they're going to screen the film on a whiteboard. Tapos may mga glares. And what's the point of bring, uh, what's the point of bringing it here if they couldn't even um, uh, because we properly. pour our 
you know, uh, this is not just something out of vanity, nag-shoot-shoot, make film, no, this is our heart and soul. Like, I, I mean, it's true for me because I spent a lot of my time, effort, money, and tears for that film. And then, screen lang nilag ingon ato, nihilakilakan ko niya. And it, I was so lucky that the entire Mindanao contingent um, bonded together and we agreed on our stand. We had a unified stand. Because they asked for a meeting after he threatened us, na, we will have a meeting after this char. And then, so we all gathered and we talked about our position, and then we all agreed that we will um, stand together and um, we will not leave each other behind. And that is really wonderful because I don't know, parang, I don't know if we're gaining reputation ng mga dita ni mga tagaminda na okay, kwami sila ka ng. War <laughs> but no, seriously, it's really wonderful to have that kind of support system, especially when you're a young filmmaker from a read from from another region, and when you go to film festivals like this, when it's dominated by, you know, certain quote-unquote powers that be. So, yeah. Did I answer your question? Mura na tagtulfo na yung sumbong sumbong. With the case study. <laughs> case study. Shock. 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 I think um, that was a really good two hours. Thank you so much, Atong Guest, Shai, and Ram for um, joining Ram, us. Ram, do you have some? Does she have something? She has something to promote, Ram. Yeah, Ram. So far, wala pa. Um, na postpone para mga mga projects. Yes, na realign na mga budgets, but um, by midnight tonight, the anti the anti terror bill will be um, will be in effect. So um, um, we we must be vigilant. Um, that, um, and um, I don't know. I'm really scared and angry at the same time. Um, especially when this government is Ill, Ill, um, incompetent in addressing the pandemic and taking advantage of the situation to grab more powers and um, enforce brute military rule. But please keep safe. We're not just um, we're not just fighting the virus, but a different kind of, of virus, a different kind of disease. So yun lang. Take care, guys. Take care. Thank you so much, Shai and Ram. Thank you, guys. Kayo, John. Baka may promote ka, John. Kaya na ng graduation. Can we watch? Uh, yes, the graduation <laughs> will happen on July 30. We will um, live stream it. It wow. is pre-recorded. It is pre-recorded, but we will live stream it at probably uh, 8 in the morning or 7 in the morning. We're not that sure. But of course, we are still waiting for the final advice because, you know, naman, COVID-19, Rona is still, you know, <laughs> strutting her thing all over. Mintal is now, meron new cases ang Mintal. So, yeah, uh, we're, we still need to shoot the scenes. So all of a sudden, again, filmmakers come in, no? so um, yeah. Hopefully, that will be um, that'll be 
on the 30th of July. I heard UP Manila is going to have theirs on August 9, but it's not yet final. And UP Baguio is going to have it next week also. UP Diliman also probably August, um, first week of August. So there. Ikaw, Jay, how about you, Jay? Na promote? promote ang Mindanao Cocos film, Cocos Jay Uy. Kailangan ba ito promote? <laughs> Ay, ano, um... <laughs> Um, ano, Shai and Ram, wala ba mo'y kanang, wala ba screening sa mga films ninyo in, oh, yeah, like, online, film. online platforms? Like, um, for example, di ba sa Cinemalaya, mag-online sila this year? Nabay mga retrospective mm-hmm. or something like that? Ayun, guys, watch Cinemalaya. I think they're streaming online this coming August. First weekend? Yun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. May bayad siya, no? May bayad siya. I'm not sure. I haven't checked yet. Pero dapat they should make it free na nga eh. Para mas accessible. IJ, when's the next Masalidahay ano, episode? Uh, wala pa mi naka-ano. Wala pa mi naka-decide. Uh, but na dapat this month, July. Because the last one was last month. Last month pa to. Yeah, June. So, yeah. Ah, yung kinaram. Mm. Mm. Okay, so that was episode 5. Thank you so much to our listeners. Please tune in next episode. Hopefully, karong week would na mama record. Thank you guys. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Good night.
ayo diri tambah